Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today's Tanya portion for the 20th of Adar 1, of a leap year. In the book we use here, 137, 138, about six lines from the top. I'll begin with a bracha, baruch atah adenoi, eleheinu melech oilam shakal nibidvari. L'chaim, l'chaim. We're making our way, slowly but surely, which is what we do in a leap year. We have very small portions, except for once a week. We're making our way slowly but surely through chapter 30, which is the chapter of humility. And here the author, the Alter Ebbe, tells us that we have to feel exceedingly humble even before the most simple of simple, the most sinful of sinful people. How could that be? We're talking to a Bainani. A Bainani is someone who never sins. Not in deed, not in speech, not even in thought. He should feel humble before someone who is out there doing God knows what. The answer is that person finds himself in the seat of temptation. How do we know how we would react if we had those temptations? And in fact, there's only one way we can know. And that is, we can judge how we react to our temptations. So we talked about the fact that we have to be meticulous and diligent, not only in the negative commandments, but also in the positive commandments. <clears throat> to focus on prayer with kavana, with intent, with focus. To study Torah diligently more than we want to to give tzedakah with diligence more than we want to. All these things are very difficult. What difference does it make if someone, or, or blessings, grace after meals, other blessings, to recite them slowly, meticulously, thinking about what we say? <clears throat> what difference does it make whether the meticulous application applies to the negative commandment or to the positive commandment? Yet we find on a daily basis we struggle. That's how others struggle with much larger temptations that we're not aware of. Because that's not our world. Now he goes on to say, that was all in the positive realm. Approaching this from a finer perspective, this applies even in the negative realm. Yochel kol ish maskil, every intelligent person is able, limtse, to discover, to find, benafshe, within his own being, she'ene sor legamri, that he doesn't totally turn aside, mehara from negativity, bakel, mikel, kel, in totality, bemokim shetzorech lemelchoma atsuma ke'erech anal, in a place, which requires an intense war, the same level of war that this simple fellow or sinful fellow faces when he's out in the marketplace seeing all kinds of temptation. In order for him not to transgress, that requires a fierce war and a fierce application of discipline. If we search with a fine comb, if we look with a telescope, we can even find within ourselves 
areas in the negative world where even the Benini needs a lot of hard work. Even a lesser war, sometimes our trials and tribulations might require a lesser war than the guy out there. What could we be talking about? Again, for example, what if we're having a wonderful conversation? Is the conversation we're having Lashon Hora? Eh, maybe borderline. It's not gossip, because gossip is forbidden. It's not bad talk about someone, but it's close. Again, for example, if we're talking about, we're having this real juicy conversation, but it has no substance, and there's no real meaning to it, and it doesn't help anybody. So, can we get ourselves to stop, or do we just need to finish? Or, if we're talking about something negative, which occurred with someone else. Not that it's forbidden, it's borderline. Even a tiny little transgression that somebody else did, even though what we're saying about someone else is clearly true, furthermore, we're saying it in self-defense. Even if we're saying it to cleanse ourselves, for example, we were asked, did you do that? You say, I didn't do that, Moshe did it. And here, the Alter Rebbe brings a story. Kineda, as we know, the famous Rebbe, Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, author and redactor of the Mishnah, his name was Rabbi Yehuda, or Rabbeinu HaKadosh, the holy rabbi. He had a son whose name was Rabbi Shimon. The story in the Talmud, which the Alter Rebbe brings down here, is a story where there was a bill of divorce that was being prepared for a man to give to his wife. This couple was getting divorced. Rebbe looked at the bill of divorce and he saw something was not 100%. So he turns to his son, who he suspected was the author of that bill of divorce, and he said, uh-uh, look, mistake. So Reb Shimon defended himself, and Reb Shimon said, Hey, Pop, Abba, Tati, Daddy, you think I wrote it? Lav ano kasve. I didn't write it. Ella Yehuda chaito kasve. My colleague Yehuda the tailor. Those days, most people had trades, even though they were scholars. Like the tailor, Michael Cam's oil. This is Yehuda the tailor. I didn't write it. My colleague Yehuda the tailor wrote it. So don't yell at me. Or as they used to say back when I was a kid, don't yell on me. The Omalai, what did his father tell him? He should have said, okay. All right. No. He says, Kalach Miloshin Hora. Stop speaking bad about someone else. I don't need to know who wrote it. We just need to know that it's not good. That's Loshin Hora. I'm telling you, I didn't do it. Yehuda the tailor wrote it. Uh, that's, that's not easy for someone even at the great spiritual heights of Reb Shimon who is defending himself from an accusation. So he's expected not to say who did it. 
Ayin Shom Begemara Reish Perik Yud Baba Basra. Says the Alter Rebbe, you don't have to believe me. Check it out. It's in the Talmud, the beginning of the tenth chapter of the tractate of Baba Basra. O Kahai Gavna Kamo Mili Deshichetuba. On that line of thinking, there are so many instances every day in our lives where we're walking a very fine line. Because this is nothing terrible. This is day-to-day -day living. Obefrat, most especially in a very difficult, complex arena of life. Earlier, the author of the Tanya, the Alter Rebbe, spoke about something he believed very strongly in. And that is training and disciplining ourselves even in the realm of the permissible. It's clear that that which is forbidden is forbidden. For example, a Jew doesn't eat non-kosher food. A Jew has to keep kosher. Non-kosher is forbidden. That's clear. Kosher is permissible. But just because, as we say here in this class, just because the cow is kosher, you don't have to eat the whole cow. Just be, or certainly not in one sitting. Just because the wine is kosher, you don't have to finish the case. Disciplining ourselves within the realm of the permissible. That is something which is very difficult. There's an old saying that they used to say took place in, with Hasidim of old. When they would come to the Rebbe, they would hear the Hasidim saying the mantra, the axiom, of the place. Vosmin tarnished, tarmanished. What is forbidden is forbidden. Vosmin meg, what is permissible, darfmanished, is not necessary. Not everything that's permissible is necessary. So training oneself and disciplining oneself in the realm of the permissible is a very important mitzvah. According to the Alter Rebbe and many halachic, Authorities, it's a biblical obligation. Others say it's a rabbinic obligation. In any event, it's very difficult. Because you say to yourself, hey, I'm allowed to do it. Leave me alone. Shehu midiraisa, says the Alter Rebbe, this is a biblical commandment. Kamesh as the verse says, Kedeshim tiyu, you shall be holy, the gamer, etc. Viskadashtim, you shall make yourself holy. Even according to those who say it's a rabbinic commandment. We say that rabbinic commandments from a certain perspective are even more strict and should be applied in a stricter vein than even biblical commandments. So in any event, disciplining ourselves in the realm of the permissible is very difficult. Ask anybody who's trying to diet. Any type of borderline stuff of this nature, these are what we call sins, transgressions, which people tread on underfoot. There's a Torah portion called Ekev. It begins with the words, Ekev Tishmun, and it shall be because. You will listen to the commandments of God, says Rashi, quoting from the oral law. This refers to mitzvahs, the mitzvahs which people tread on, 
They walk on them. These are not the mitzvahs that people are meticulous about. These are not the Ten Commandments. These are the little commandments. Begam, and furthermore, it says that a person transgresses a commandment once, the first time it's very difficult. Then he transgresses it a second time, it gets a little easier. When he comes to the third time, it's like not a problem, he does that. It becomes like it's permissible, why? Because repetition, repetitive transgression, sort of feels like it's permissible. So, even when it comes to very fine borderline transgression, like saying, I didn't write this bill of divorce, as Rabbi Shimon, son of Rabbi Yehuda Anasi said, Yehuda the tailor wrote it, says his father, uh -uh, you shouldn't be speaking Lashonara. Even those fine acts of discipline have to be kept, have to be exercised with great vigilance and great vim and vigor, with the same expectation that we would have of the sinner, of the guy who is not very observant out there in the marketplace, doing God knows what, and we say to him, control yourself. Hashem says to us, control yourselves. Is that easy? Of course it's not easy. That's why we shouldn't be judgmental of others, because we have no idea of their trials and tribulations and temptations. End of today's Tanya portion.